Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, players. To welcome to CGM's podcast. Hello. I am Melanie, and I'm joined. We don't have Phil this week. Everyone, take a moment of silence. No Phil. Okay, no Phil. No and Phil. No Phil. But the rest of the people are here. I have Alex to my left. Say hello, Alex. Hello. I have Wayne to my right. All of you people that are already playing your PS4s right now, I hate you. I just thought I'd get that out there. <laughs> To start off the because show with that. Because it's the day. The it is a day. The PS4 Happy is PS4 Day! You know, it's like in the, in the weird, wacky, time travel sort of world of this podcast, some people are, are already playing with their PS4s. The glove has you been thrown be. down. And people. I am not, so I hate you guys. It's because of you Amazon. He's thrown the glove down. Yeah. yeah you will. Yeah. Two days you will be. Yeah. Just get all your housework done now, and then you don't well, have to I mean, worry about I, it. Everything is ready at my place. I've, I've got my one terabyte solid-state hybrid hard drive going. I've got my knack and my kill zone. I've got my camera. I've got my dual shock 4. It's all ready to go. It just you just need the, the console. slotted in there, which I don't have. It's Two a days. hole in your heart. Yes, it is. There. Yes, a hole in my black, black heart, which yeah. makes it blacker still. In, in two days, yeah. you'll have it, and yeah. then next week, you'll be all a flutter with playing the PS4. Yeah. Blacking or, your... or just you know, devastated from disillusionment, one or the other. I guess we'll have to find yeah. out next yeah. week. Yeah. Tune in next week, kids. And find out that, if that he's happy be... or crushed. Yeah. Happy or devastated. And at the end of the table, normally it's Brendan Fry, but he's wandered off to check our sound levels. As usual. And I'm back. There you go. Checking our sound levels because we have something awesome going on last night, but if you're listening to this, you already missed it, so yeah. too bad. Yeah, we can watch it on the Twitch save stream, I guess. I don't know how it works. Yeah, because they save it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, there you go. If you want to check out our live stream of last night's PlayStation conference, plus everybody giving a little bit of their nostalgia with the PlayStation history. I wasn't that nostalgic. You were actually or, kind of cynical. Or Wayne. Yeah, actually, yeah. I was kind of cynical. Yeah, wasn't yeah my black, black heart was already starting yeah. to show through. You're making well, it sound like he's not always cynical. I was going to say, yeah, if anyone's used uh, to Wayne, they know it's going to be cynical. No, I can, I can be enthusiastic about something. Do yeah, The Last Guardian. That's do, all it is. No, do you want to hear me be enthusiastic about something right now? Okay. I can do that? Of course. I love, love, love Fernando Martinez. Yes. He is one of the best Grand Theft Auto DJs ever. And just a couple of minutes ago... I was informed that Fernando Martinez is still in GTA Five. Oh yeah, that makes me so so happy. I haven't found him great because because Fernando Martinez, when he starts talking on the radio, it's like this car crash that never stops. It just keeps tumbling, and you just keep watching. It's like, can it possibly get any more horrible? And it yes. actually does. And that's why I love Fernando Martinez. He's just like this bomb of sexism. That just explodes and kind of misogynizes all over everybody. Well, it, it's great. That's even, an amazing image that I just came up with there, isn't it? Well, it's even better in GTA Five <laughs> because it? it's like there's these. Oh, it's yeah. like there's two people in there with him, desperately trying to trying to defuse the bomb of sexism. Yes, yeah, he just keeps and you can't going you off. can't stop the sexist no, bomb that can't. is Fernando Martí. And this is why I should not be allowed to be enthusiastic about stuff <laughs> because it goes horribly, horribly wrong, and people are like. You should probably just go back to being dark. That's a little more acceptable. Or both. You can be yeah. dark no, and, think, and it, ridiculous. They both have the same results, so yeah, I'm that's, good with it. That's, that's true. It's always kind of one of the like, horrible places. To be fair, it's actually better than some of the things you were saying earlier today, so there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. He can't be enthusiastic about good stuff, though. You get enthusiastic about The Last, the last Guardian. Yes. You're still oh, enthusiastic. Which is never happening. Pretty, it's never going to happen. It's going to happen. You're like the it's one never, person that totally still believes in it. It's never going to happen. No, it's It's happening. No, it's like, you just wait. What's going to happen is one of these days, just as you are going off to bed, Shuhei Yoshida is going to show up with fairy wings, and he is going to tell you that it's just like with Tinkerbell. It's like it's dying because people don't believe in it. But if you say, I believe in The Last Guardian, and you clap your hands three times, The Last Guardian will come back The Last to Guardian forever. Exactly. But you have to believe, and you have to clap. That's exactly what's going to happen. 
I could possibly be on drugs today because I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It certainly seems this way. First, I started talking about Fernando Martinez, and now I'm going off about reviving the Last Guardian. Maybe there's something in that McDonald's you have. I, I think. Drink. I think what? Duke Nukem to be riding the big dog thing. I think you've been watching too much Rod Ford. It's, he's, it's, in his, his, it's the, he's imbued into No, it's, it's the electrolytes. Oh, it's just too much. Yeah, there, there are supposed to be electrolytes in this drink, I think. Maybe that's what it is. It's LSD. Except that a couple of months ago, Brendan told me that electrolytes was just salt. salt so I love how you didn't know that. I'm so broken. Pretty much <laughs> is. I know, now I'm like, oh, electrolytes. electrolytes was something totally cool, and I find out that it's, it's just salt. salt. It's I can salt. achieve exactly the same result by taking a salt shaker and just shaking it into it's my It's refined, Charles. This much. is yes. so lame. It's so, certain salt yeah. so your body can digest better. So, yeah, it's, like, it's so, still yeah. salt, Welcome right? Welcome to the roller coaster that yeah. is CG Magazine's podcast. Yeah, isn't yeah. there a podcast yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah we're on so, it. Yeah. This is it. So, yeah, not the Vergecast. So, we're not going to be talking about ourselves. Forever. Maybe we should. Maybe that's why we should. Should we just be self indulgent and talk about ourselves? Yeah. Aren't we always? Like, we always talk about what we're playing. Well, we're not talking yeah, about how much awesome about we are. Yeah. Did you see how awesome we, our reviews are? Oh, our reviews are awesome. They're so much better than those other reviews out there. Did you see yeah, how see, awesome our trip was to Montreal? That was awesome, there too. That, that's that's actually something important. Yeah. That's news. That was my leeway into news. Oh, my God, Segway. Segway. Yes, we did. Melody, wow. Segway. Did anyone destroy it by saying that? No, no. Actually, all we did was we merely emphasized the importance of the Segway. Okay. All right, news. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So. All right, our number one news, of course, there's tons of PS4 news happening this week. Also, a little bit of Xbox news. So the people who got their Xbox early, which was all of 150 people, and just one guy decided to blab about it. That's kind of a But other than that, the big That's thing this week was Migs. Yeah. Okay. 2013. If you were in Canada. It's still a cool thing if you're yeah. in Canada or not. But it, it was the Montreal, yeah, the Montreal International Game Summit, which surprisingly enough takes place in Montreal. I know a lot of game fans don't even know about this because it's usually it's for devs. Yeah. And so a lot of fans just don't know that it's even happening. But a lot of interesting news comes out from these things. Yeah, yeah. a lot of behind closed doors business yeah. it's, it's, shenanigans we saw happening. There's a lot of clandestine wheeling and dealing. Yeah. And if you go into the business meeting room and they see that you have a media... Language. They get so angry. They kind of politely ask you to leave because they don't want. They to get so yeah. angry. They don't want anything leaking yeah. out. All the it's hilarious how angry they yeah. get because they they don't want you sitting there. You know, it's like wow. You know, it's like you know, two Microsoft and Sony guys are like, you know, it's like oh, well, yeah, we're gonna like you know, totally switch jobs now, and I'm gonna defect over to your side, and you're gonna defect over to mine. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> it's like Jack, Jack Trenton's not gonna know what's happening. This is just gonna screw him up. Trust me, it'll be great. So, not that that actually happened. No, we wouldn't. Or we, did it. So. We don't know. Yeah. We couldn't we talk about it yeah. if we did. Yeah. We don't know the kind of news that was happening at Migs. We was, won't find out till later. I was allowed to wander around in the media room or in the business room for like oh. a minute or two. Before, before they yelled at you? Out. Yeah, before they yelled at me. <laughs> the, the, ostensibly, my excuse was, I'm looking for an Ubisoft guy. <laughs> so they were like, well, okay, I guess you can go and look around. But, you know, it's like he wasn't actually in there because he wasn't supposed to show up until the next day. <laughs> Apparently. I did not know that at the time, so I was just like, yeah, I'm looking for the Ubisoft guy. And the I mean, Ubisoft guy in Montreal? Yeah. With like 3,000 of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, basically it was just like, you know, take your pick. There's was like, any, you know, half a dozen eating poutine over yeah. there, which one is it? He so. had glasses and no facial hair. That and was hair, our... That's right, he had hair. Yeah, yes, I described mm-hmm. him as medium build with glasses and no hair. facial hair. And, and, was hair. Like, and he had hair. Yeah, and he had hair. So that narrowed it down to like 10,000 suspects. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, that, that was good. That covers at least two of us on the podcast, yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, but one of them, also male, so it covers one of us in the podcast. Anyway, yeah, male. Yeah, that's true. 
Anyways. Wait, but it doesn't have glasses. So I do remember at the time we didn't know that facial hair was an issue whenever we first said that. Yeah, yeah. we said glasses I, I'm and I'm defending hair. myself right yeah. now. Okay. Mm. But yes, okay, so MIGS happened, and actually everybody at this table went to MIGS. We did, yeah. We, yeah. All we did. did. This entire and table. We, we saw stuff. In one car. We talked about stuff. In Montreal. And we talked to people who talked about interesting stuff. Yeah, we a lot so. of interesting stuff out of there, which will, videos will start going up online next week. Yep. Some exclusive content that no one else would have because we asked really interesting questions. Did we? We did. Okay. I thought we Let's did. just say Alex did at least. Because Wayne, Wayne, Alex, sh- Wayne doesn't seem like he felt like he asked interesting questions. No. Wayne's I, like, I, whatever. I, I saw him do his research, so I'm pretty sure they were interesting, but I, he doesn't want to take some, credit for it. I asked some pretty self-indulgent questions. Well, that's I, I asked questions That's because we're me. awesome, right? Because so, I wanted yeah. to know the So you're basically you're saying you're the Verge cast. Yeah. You and yourself are the Verge yeah, cast. Yeah, actually, I just went in and it's like, stop calling me Wayne, just call me Verge. Just <laughs> refer to me as Verge for the remainder of this interview. Oh, God. And they did. We like, may yeah, be that's take- the most self-indulgent interview I've ever been in. It's a We're taking shots at Verge. Verge. <laughs> I'm sorry, Verge. Yes. But we listened to Verge on the way to Montreal, yeah. so. Oh, and the way back. We, yeah. we don't yeah. dislike the people at Verge. No, there's some really good people at the Verge cast. Yeah, yeah. they just give oh, us the some, Verge. Good, yeah. some good ammo, that's all. Yeah, they're verging. They're, 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 they're on the Verge. Well. They, yeah, they verge well on the Verge. So, Wayne, would oh, you God. like to tell us who you interviewed just so people can get a taste from what they can look for? Um, I interviewed a few people, actually. Okay. Um, and probably, Ubisoft guy? Probably the most mainstream, uh, interesting one for the gamers out there would be I talked to one of the creative directors for Bioware. Um, Dean uh, Anderson. Yeah, Dean Anderson. So I talked to him and you know, it's like asked him some interesting questions that he tried to dodge around. Nice. Um, I also talked to um, Brian Moriarty. This was my personal geek out because I grew up playing Infocom games. And this guy had given us Wishbringer and Trinity... And uh, well, point if you know what these he are. He actually gave us Loom. Um, okay, Loom's amazing. Loom from LucasArts. That was not an Infocom game. That was LucasArts. But Loom was also Loom was amazing. Game. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, so I talked to him about uh, a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, I also talked to Patrick Plourd. Yeah. Plourd. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Oh, yeah. Um, the man who is responsible for A Child of Light, the that, upcoming that Japanese is, that RPG from Ubisoft. And that interview, you have some amazing questions, I have to say. And that was the Ubisoft guy. That was, was, no, that was, that was the it? second Ubisoft guy, wasn't it? That, that was the That was the first Ubisoft that, guy. That's the first Ubisoft guy. That was the guy who showed up like the next day. And, um, and he, he did some really good... I have to say, that interview, I'm really, I'm really impressed and then, with. Uh, and then there was Alex Epstein, a guy who was actually the writer for Contrast, mm. which is an upcoming game that's going to be free on PlayStation Plus. Which is like and, a 45-minute interview you did? Yeah, that, that was a gigantic interview because I just asked him about narrative in games and then he just would not stop talking, so that was pretty amazing. He tried to stop him, but he just wouldn't. He just well, wouldn't. easy no, for yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, it was almost like, you know, it's like, I got to stop you now. He's like... I can't stop. I won't stop. <laughs> he didn't stop. So yeah. you just walk away. He's yeah. still going. Yeah. It's like I dropped the mic and then he just got on the ground and kept talking. <laughs> it's like I, even when I was dragging it away, he was just crawling on the ground. Going, no, I'm not finished yet. I have so much to say about narrative and games. I actually listened to that entire thing because it was in the press room and I just sat there listening. I'm like, I was going to do. Th- no, I'm just going to listen to this. This is actually cool. Yeah. yeah so tune in uh, or check out the website next week to have some video previews of Wayne's interviews. Of a couple questions. Some of those dudes, yeah. yeah talking some of those to gamer dudes. dudes. And then Alex. You also got a chance to interview some people. I did. Who? Okay. I guess I'll have to say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to interview uh, Chris Chris Avalon. Avalon. Av- Avalon. Is that is Avalon? I asked him specifically what is uh, Avalon. Okay, so it's Avalon. Because Avalon. I screwed up every single time oh. with everyone. But, uh, no, uh, he... He's a guy who's done a few little games like uh, Planescape Torment. That's not little. Yeah, that's I huge. Know. 
I know. It's almost okay. as if... Oh, sarcasm. My detector was broken. Okay. I'm sorry. And um, he's been... Right now, he's working on uh, two games that are kind of important Kickstarter games, Project Eternity and Torment Tides of Numenera. That's the spiritual successor? To Torment. Yeah. Officially not the legally recognized successor. Because it can't be. Because that was a, yeah. that was a yeah. TSR game. Yeah. It's not based on the Planescape universe. Exactly. For when a lot of reasons. Planescape came out. Was it still TSR? Or was it already Wizards of the Coast? Uh, I think it was TSR when I that one remember. came out. It so. was no. I was pretty sure it was TSR. Okay. It was TSR when the games came out. Wizards okay. got control of it in the two thousands. Okay, because Wizards yeah, my, did a Dragon Magazine yeah. sort of reimagining of it. Yeah, yeah my, my timeline weird. is always messed up on that. So, but no, uh, I got to talk to him about uh, those games a bit, and about Wasteland too. Oh, Wasteland. Is he working on that one too? Um. They finished working on it, so it's... Oh, it's, it's com- done now? I don't know if it's coming out, any, uh, when it's coming out, but it, apparently they'd said he's finished working on it. Wow, okay. So and that was with um, Chris, who's Chris Taylor? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. But, uh, no, I got to talk to him. I got to talk to a uh, script writer and uh, VO guy, for, VO director from uh, Zenimax, uh, Alexander Horn. He was pretty good. He, he, very long interview. Lots of interesting stuff about script writing and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got to talk about, got to talk to him about that. And let me. Th- and there was a bunch of, and there was also a bunch of seminars I saw, which had a lot of interesting things that I. There were a lot of good talks. Yeah. Happening, yeah. And I'm kind of interested in talking about some of them, especially the romance game one I saw, which was. Yeah, I actually, surreal. I'd love to read an editorial on that. I'm probably going to do one, and I'm. I'd like to mention that it, it was. More than half of it, half of the people in uh, attendance were guys. Yeah. Well, we're talking romance games, not dating sims. They, they were mentioned. Okay. Yeah. Dating sims are quite popular in Japan, but. They are. Yeah, they are. Extremely popular in Japan. I think it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah tentacles involved and whatnot, yeah. Yeah, okay, for once, I was not the one who brought in tentacles. Okay. It gets worse That's, than that. That, that is like a record. I was actually not the one that mentioned <laughs> tentacles this time. It's a first. That yeah. is a first. I'm saying I thought you just kind of work any time yeah. you can to get tentacles in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, he has to see how much tentacle he can fit in. You've got to measure it out. <laughs> in this the and in the dating The sims. tentacles being long, there's like, yeah, there's a certain amount of estimation involved. And is it, does it come from your dating sim experience, yeah, Wayne? Exactly. How so much tentacle can fit into this space? Yeah. So it's like, as, as of today, Melanie is the one that actually receives the HP Lovecraft Award for today's tentacle reference. Yeah. It's, it's not me. I'm so, honored, yeah. actually. Yeah, the, the award is just this golden mass of tendrils. Yeah. <sighs> that drives you mad when you gaze upon yeah. its you know, yeah, infernal majesty. I'm looking yeah, upon yeah, it already, and everybody's head is turning into a fish. Yep. So that was our Megs News, and of course we'll have all that greatness on the website coming up. Next week will be a lot of the videos. There will be editorials based off some of the uh, seminars people saw. I look yep. forward to the romance game one. I didn't get a chance <laughs> to see it. I was actually really interested in mm-hmm. to see what they'd come up with. We did, we did the, the Blizzard one we sat in. Oh, the that. Blizzard one was amazing. That was my uh, fan moment. I got to talk to that guy. He's awesome. Beautiful game. Like the <laughs> lead environmental artist on World of Warcraft is who I got to talk to. I didn't interview him officially. I just got to talk to him at a party, and it was awesome, even though I'm not a big fan of Warcraft. Anyway, <laughs> some of the PS4 news, Wayne. I know you're just just well, yeah. breaking because, at the seams with PS4. Because of the time warp stuff that we've got, it's, like it's, it's already out there. It is out there. Some people yeah. are playing it right now. But so we have some news Most on people. it, though. So we, yeah. Most of our peers are playing it. Yeah, so you know, it's like we can actually talk about the PS4. Yep, now. we can. Yes, so we it's can. Like, Embargoes are lifted. Woo! Hooray. So, yeah, actually... 
has, have all of us actually had time with the PS4? Here? Not me. Okay. I have. I okay. have too. Brendan has. Melanie has. I got locked in an apartment with one. You had lots of time with it. But not in I, like, I got locked in an apartment with the people. It was the most horrific thing of all my life. She's waiting. Me. No, totally She's waiting. Like, you know, yeah, there I was taking a shower, and then it just came in with the knife and said, you know, it's like... Play the game. Yeah, pretty much, so... Get in the game. The hatred on my face is burning the, the table. <laughs> anyway, so, tell us some okay. news. Yeah, the, well, I mean, the... The PS4, at least before the mandatory day one patch, is in better shape than the Xbox One is. At present. Yeah, okay. did any... No, 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 because it's like the, the Xbox One, if it does not have its day one patch, it simply will not work. Wow. It just won't. Because, yes, we didn't... Uh, is that why that guy who had his one Xbox delivered early, is that why he cannot play anything? Okay, it well, just like, won't yeah, work? Let's, let's, just, let's just transition over into that news Sorry. story first, <laughs> then. Okay, so... Well, you mentioned Xbox. Yeah, that, that was an interesting bit of news. So earlier in the week, what ended up happening was there was one target um, shipping center on the east coast of the United States. Who just wasn't really apparently did not get aware. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was they received their Xbox Ones, and some of them were day one launch editions, which had a firm shipping date on them, so they knew that they weren't supposed to send those out. But the regular Xbox Ones that were not flagged as day one launch editions apparently did not have that same flag on them. So who's at so, fault here, Microsoft or Target? No, it's Target. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as those Xbox Ones came in, uh, people who had put pre-orders in for the regular edition immediately had those orders filled. 150 people got regular Xbox One editions mailed out to them. Over a week early. Yeah, over a week early. And then one guy went online and he just started putting all of his Xbox One <laughs> The stuff under 149 people were smart enough to keep their mouth shut. Exactly. And this guy didn't, and then promptly his console got banned. Yeah. But, um, yeah, one, one of the interesting things that came out of that was that, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, the... The day one patch was actually live. It was up and running. He was actually able to download it. Mm-hmm. And then he was able to play his games and stuff like that. But then, as soon as his console got banned, all kinds of weird stuff started happening. Like, he was not able to play Call of Duty single player he needed anymore to be because he needed to, to be online. Yeah. So, oh, no. And then later on, Microsoft came out and said that, you know, it's like this was a pre-release issue and that as soon as his console was unbanned... He was You'd going be to be fine. able to do it again, but it's it's very interesting to note that yeah, it looks like there are still fragments of that old must be online DRM that Microsoft had back Don't, before they yeah. did all their 180s. That's not good. Yeah. See, whereas now we go back to the other news story that I was talking about is the PS4. Even if it does not have the day one patch, it will play your games because when I was in that apartment and I was playing with the PS4, I was you know sticking in NAC. I was sticking in kill zone, and even though these games were not online, they ran fine. Console yep. just didn't care. Yeah. The only thing that I could not use was the online functionality because all of that is in the 1.5 firmware update, which is now widely available. Yes. But at that time, it wasn't there. But the console worked regardless. So. Okay. So do you think we're going to see some problems when the Xbox is uh, shipped? No, probably not. Do you think they're actually going to fix? It's a, do you think they were? Right, and it's just a pre-release problem. I am or? fairly certain that the only problems the Xbox One is going to have is that people are going to be complaining about not being able to download the Day One patch because the servers are be going too to be busy, absolutely yeah. crushed by all the people coming in and trying to get that patch yeah. to play Call of Duty. Yeah, to play their Call of Duty. Yeah, so so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to work fine because that guy was able to play it, up Call until, of Duty fine up until his console right. got banned mm-hmm. and he could no longer access Xbox Live. So so yeah, it should be fine once they lift that. I guess we'll find out next week. Exactly. 
stay tuned. Yep. Do you have any other interesting news for us today? Um, I have one bit of news that I thought was just hilarious. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, so so it turned out that uh, there was a game called Football Manager, and um, it got pirated to hell and back. As it, I, I'm not surprised. As, you know, has been with PC games. But the most interesting thing is that the guys who developed this game, they actually had a bit of code in there that allowed them to track the IP addresses of all of the people that were playing the game. And it turned out that at least one person who was playing the game illegally was playing from the Vatican. I think that's hilarious. So you like the Vatican? You like the thing that the Pope is currently playing Football Manager? My my theory is that it might have been the Pope. I mean, it's like that explains everything. Yeah, I mean, it's like the the new Pope is is from what South America, right? He's South American. It's like yeah, they 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 like their football there. So it's like I'm sure that we're talking European football, right? Yeah. The thing is, I I I don't know much about what the Pope does in his off time. Like, what th- does he do? Does he have a lot of off time? I think that the Pope is allowed to play games. Yeah, well, he has like, some hobbies. I, I think, you know, it's just my personal theory, but I am pretty sure that when nobody's around, the Pope just boots up Guitar Hero. No, Rock Band. He boots up Rock Band. And Don't then, say anything blasphemous about Guitar no, Hero. And then, no, and then he just plays Freebird. Well, according oh, to the just movies... Like nine-minute guitar solo there. It's like Freebird. According to the movies, Popes always have an endless supply of root beer, I thought. Is that a thing? No, no. There's so, I can't remember what movie it is. But like King Ralph? Something like that. Okay. I don't know. There's something. That's nothing, there's nothing about the Pope in there. Never mind. That, that's no, that's, it's just some movie where there's an endless supply of root beer supplied to the Pope. I'm pretty sure that if there is endless root beer being consumed, it's probably being drunk from the hat. Oh. I would totally do that. Do you think they line the just hat? Just pour it into the hat and then the hat drink. Is, that would, that's just a hat. giant plastic yeah. bottle. Drink from the hat. That would yeah. hold a lot of cans of root beer. Yeah. He's so probably he got, like, those plastic straws, like, with the beer caps, where you can just, like, you know, sip daintily. All right. Mm-hmm. So, from the hat. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I always thought that the in the Vatican, they'd just be playing Xenosaga all the time. Xenosaga. That's an interesting choice. Well, Jesus is in it. Yeah, that's true. Like. Alex is not even exaggerating about this. No, I'm not. Right. It's like, Jesus is I in Xenosaga. So, yeah. I don't know. I, There's, I, like, I'm, God Mecca. Yeah. And Mary of Magdalene is also in there. Yeah, as yeah. a robot. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm really curious as what goes on, you know, at the Vatican in day-to-day life. Call now. of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, there's, <laughs> just a lot there's of one Vatican team of Call of yeah. Duty. There's the Pope just sitting there screaming, noob, lol. So, <laughs> that would the Pope, be, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. As much as we like this to happen, I'm sure it's just some sort of clerk. We're sorry, playing. Catholic listeners. Yeah. Oh, the Catholics oh, play Call of Duty, too. So okay. Everybody plays Call of Duty. Yeah. We're still sorry. Yeah. We'll apologize. Yeah, but they're Catholic. They have to forgive us. So. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, I guess the big news this week was, of course, that PS4 is coming out. And uh, it, it I look forward to seeing what everyone has to say about it. It's going to be smooth, I think. Smooth as butter, maybe. Yeah. No, I think they'll, uh, it'll be, be a smooth launch. Well, what, what's already happening is that the reviews for the opening games are not so great. Mm. We, we're actually getting some mixed Metacritic averages for well, Killzone. Well, look- that's not really out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. Like, launch games are usually pretty rushed. Yeah. Although I will stand by Heavenly Sword to the day I die, so... Was that launch or launch? Really? Yeah, I was pretty sure it was launch. Yeah. I thought okay. it was what they were using to push the how beautiful the PS3 was. It was, was it like a good their, game. it was their tech beautifulness. Yeah. Wasn't it just God of War with a woman? Yeah. Uh, I said, well, the game, the the combat was very God of War ish. The story was. Her sword splits no. into two swords. Yeah. 
Yeah, the combat, because it's so funny, as I went back and played recently, I'm like, wow, the combat is just exactly like God of War. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was beautiful at the time, and the characters were fantastic, the and the, the movie's lo- coming out! So, Didn't yeah, they already have an anime? Yeah. Didn't they already have an anime? I don't know. I cannot remember. It was a I prequel don't... anime, I'm pretty sure. Was it? Well, they're bringing out a, a full-fledged movie now. Mmm. Yeah. Full CG. CGI. It's CG, yeah. Yeah, okay. movie. Uh, it's budget CG. So. It's still going to be pretty. But yeah, so don't expect like you know it to look like you know the Final Fantasy VII. Movie. No, it's not going to look like that. The, the bar's pretty low for video game movies, yeah. so yeah, as long as they keep they still have the awesome characters, which is what I loved about that game anyway. That and it was pretty at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Killzone. I don't know. It's not. It's military, right? So how yeah. it's going to look like a lot of other military stuff? Oh, but it looks great. Like pretty, mili- it's, like it's, that, beautiful, aesthetic military, is, but still military. Demo, yeah, that is the demo piece for the PS4. Is like it? Slotting that thing, and it's like, okay, this this really gives you an inkling of what next generation gameplay is. I'd really like to see the a fantasy game. Okay, in well, these how graphics. does how does it play then? It um it plays a little faster than um, Killzone two and three because it's like I know that a lot of people you know it's like complained about the slower weighty feel of the controls. Okay. In the first few Killzones, so That's it's it's a little more responsive than that. It's kind of I, I love the look though. Yeah, but it it looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's like you know the the lights and the forests and like the detail on the buildings and you sort of the, have lens, to sit there. Flares. the lens, flares. the lens flares, all the lens flares. It's, it's oh, got God. the JJ Abrams oh. stamp of oh, approval no. on it. Yeah, they went lens flare crazy. So yeah, James JJ Abrams had something to do with that game on some level. Either that or Ridley Scott. One or Make the, the audience blind. Yeah. That's a great way. But that's their big that's their big launch title, isn't it? Killzone. Yeah, well, that neck. But isn't there an Infamous? But isn't NAC a niche that's market? March. Okay, there's an yeah. Infamous. Yeah, that's coming that's out in March. Uh, yeah. Infamous is coming out in March. Yeah, March. So looking forward to that. I really, really wanted to play that. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, not a launch title. I haven't played any of any of the games yet. I want to because mm-hmm. they remind me so much of Aberrant. Okay. Pen and paper RPG. Oh, uh, right, white okay. by White Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole other podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> but NAC isn't that a niche market? Um, I guess it depends on what your definition of niche is. I mean, well, like, Knack is aimed to be more like a family game. Because, you know, it's like Shadow, Killzone Shadowfall is supposed to be their M-rated game for all the yeah, first-person Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking about. It's, yeah. it's going to be, they're trying to use Killzone as a way, good way to push it, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, and then Knack is supposed to be in, like, you know, for the family that's got kids, here's something that you can play so that you don't have to keep showing your kids headshots all the time in Killzone Shadowfall. And, um, Knack, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Surprisingly, I actually know a lot of, um, mature guys that don't have kids who ran out and bought Knack and can't wait to play it. Oh, wow. So okay. it's actually hitting more of an audience than they yeah. probably expected it e- to. Even though it's got mixed reviews right now from the various outlets. So mm-hmm. Wait a couple more weeks and we'll see what regular Joes think of it. Yeah, exactly. Or actually probably just a few days. Since, you know, like, a few days. Like, like, lots of tomorrow. people are playing it right now. So. Yeah, tomorrow. People have already finished tomorrow. the game. Yeah. They've gone back in time to finish it. But other than that, there's just not... There's nothing... Knack and Killzone. Well, there's Dad, all, well, there Dad are, is Catch, which I totally want to play. I actually, no, I do want to play. I do want to play Octo That game looks like it's going to be so much fun. And we do have an interview with people from Octo on our on CG Man. It's obviously it. not a technology piece for the PS4, but I do want to play Octo Dad. It is. It is. It is a game that is built on the fact that the controls are horrible, and that is actually the charm of the game. Is that you're just controlling like this totally clumsy octopus that cannot an octopus who is. A father of two, and nobody knows that he's an octopus. They all think that he's just a regular dad, and he just tries to get through a normal day being an octopus, trying to cope 
on the surface world. That just makes you wonder about the whole wife. Does she not know he's an octopus? Apparently she doesn't. How is they have yeah, kids and you not notice that the guy you're sleeping with is an octopus? That's, that's the beauty. The of tentacles. The yeah. The tentacles. There we go. She's invoked tentacles twice. Yep. That's that's two for her and zero for me. Attempting to breach into the Japanese market. Yeah. Attempting? Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Well. I guess they'll just call it hentai dad then when they... They should. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah the like dating sort of hentai yeah. dad. Hentai dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a thing so now. Like, now he's go. going off to Japanese school. And, See? oh, hey, there are these schoolgirls. What are you going to do now, <laughs> hentai appro- dad? You should approach What's Oculus up now? Riff. Approach Oculus Rift with hentai dad. Yeah. <laughs> that covers a whole oh, man, lot of yes, horrible... Oculus Rift genres. with hentai dad is just like... Everybody knows it's going there. That is a Japanese blockbuster waiting to oh, happen yeah. right there. Ugh. I As I wanna, shake I off the play hentai dad, I'm not going through. <laughs> I kind of do. I don't want to read your review of hentai dad. You know what? It's gonna be like you know 100 full marks. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just like you know it's like this 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 is the game of the millennium. What else are you gonna give it? Yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah, gonna like, shake yeah. off the idea of it, Wayne playing yeah. hentai dad. I've given and... ten shivering perverse tentacles out of ten. That's stop making me already... picture things. Okay. I'm not so. picturing Wayne playing hentai dad, and now I have this awful image. Yeah. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night screaming, and I'm going to text these, you, Wayne. These ten tentacles managed to worm their way up ten skirts. That's how amazing. Brandon, <laughs> help us. Oculus Rift is. Get over here and save us. I need to be stopped. Yeah, you so, really do. Yeah. Hent, where did hentai dad come from? Octodad meets dating sim. Octodad as meets Oculus Rift. Hentai dad. Yeah, hentai, hentai dad. dad. <laughs> Does hentai dad become yeah. Cthulhu at one point? Tentacles, you know, yeah, so, tentacles. Yeah, tentacles. Yeah. Tentacles always get turned into hentai. Yeah. Oh, God. That's in just Japan. always the yeah. pathway so, it so takes. Basically, this, this innocent game became a twisted, twisted game. For well, I mean, when amusement. you localize it for Japan, and then hentai dad goes to a Japanese school with all those Japanese schools. I think this is a Kickstarter waiting You know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Kickstarter like, waiting. It's not a Kickstarter yet. Wink. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah, it should be, yeah. We'll just, I, kinda, I, I expect yeah. more from hentai dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, it's like if, you know, that that will be the stretch goal. Yeah. It's like you'll get more from hentai dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I like it. Oh God! <laughs> I, I kind of. I, I was I don't the wanna... host. I would just roll away from the table. No. This is bad. Okay, moving on to the games that are already on the system, or you already probably own, but will be on PS4. Because we have uh, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Battlefield. Battlefield, Assassin's Creed, and if you have those games on PS4, three, hey. you can pay ten dollars and upgrade them. Yeah, they came with a little code, right? Yep. That is awesome. But you cannot give away your PS3 copy as you need the disc to play the PS4 you do. copy. Mm. So no uh, no budding up with your friends. They caught on. Uh, we think so. I don't think we've tried it ourselves. So. I thought they said that, though. You, you can't That's what play. people saying. That's what people saying. I thought, oh, I thought they officially said no, that. We're, we're going to try. We'll try it and see what happens. So you can be a pirate and it'd be prettier. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Be a pirate in 1080p. Okay. It is a 1080p. Uh, that might, might be 720. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not, I actually don't know. I thought it was 1080. Uh, I thought it was 1080, too. It was less on Xbox. Yeah. Brent is I making thought we talked face. about that last week, didn't we? You can't see it. I think we did talk about it last week. Yeah. Yeah, if you're playing your PS4, congrats. The rest of us will get them when we get Congrats? Them. I mean, they, they did buy it. Still, congrats. Uh. Why can't they be congratulated on obtaining something pretty cool? Maybe they wanted a Ferrari, but this is all they could afford, so they feel down. No. That could be a thing. No. I'd rather have Vito'd. a PS4 than a Ferrari. I'd rather the Ferrari with a PS4 built in. Oh, yeah, then you get ticketed. No. Like driving oh, with Google yeah. Glasses. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. yeah, because I really want to have a car accident while playing no, no, Killzone. No, no, the car turns into a PS4. And then you're stuck in it? Yeah. 
So you're in the PS4? Yeah. So it's like a low-budget Transformer. Kind of. You can or, just tell the cops I was playing Drive Club anyway <laughs> on this road. So, you know, it's like, really, I was, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I could see what cars are doing. I was going swerving around yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. We do not condone I was just trying this. to corner and beat my friends. Do not do this. Time, so. <laughs> yeah, don't drive while trying to play anything. Ever? Yeah, or using your Google Glasses. Bad yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't. Don't drive with uh, YouTube videos playing in your eye. Oh, for love of God, no. You know, that's what I always do. I don't. Some people would, okay? That's the thing. Some they would. people would actually really do would. that. That's why they had to make texting illegal, because people were like, I can totally text and drive at the same time and then crash. I don't need hands to control the wheel. Exactly. That's what I knees are for. Knees. Yeah. You can finish that text message in hell. Don't quite the text message. Yeah. <laughs> Lol in hell. Yeah, exactly. Lol, smiley face, stick out tongue face. I'm in hell. Everyone is twerking in hell. Oh, God. Actually, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's Satan's dance right there. Yeah, I can't even argue with that logic. Nope. It's Satan's dance. Twerking Satan's dance. Don't do it, kids. Uh, never Just do it. to hell. Now I know. Anyway, so should we start? What you been playing? Yeah. Without Phil, we don't have anything. Have no, we? Um, no movies. I, uh, I was kind of busy. I actually played something. Oh, what did you play? I played Ibn Ab. Oh, you did play that. Yeah, okay. What was that like? It's a, an adorable puzzle game. And I've only played... I didn't play it through the single player, so I don't know how it works with single player. It's just my roommate and I have been playing. And it's, uh, it feels like Portal in, in the puzzle-solving mechanics because you need each other to work out how to get through the levels. But it looks like Loco Roco. And it's very simple. All it is one jump button. That's it. That's all you need. But it's adorable, and if you like, like if you like playing with someone and actually having to work with them, I suggest Ibn Abd. I think it's super cheap on PlayStation Plus. That's why we ended up getting it. Okay, so that is cool. for gamers that actually can cooperate with each other. Yeah, that's the thing is you need okay. to get along with the person you're playing with, or you'll just get abandoned okay. back somewhere. This is not a, for MMOers. No, you have to get along not with for each most other. Of them. No, it's no. <laughs> super simplistic. But if you liked Local Roco, even though it's not the same people that did Local Roco, it's very very similar. Okay. Simplistic yet fun puzzle solving with the aid of someone else, and you want to abandon them, but you can't. And the funny thing is, if you die, the other person dies too. So it gets really irritating. Oh, okay, yeah. So if Your I poop in the air, destiny is shared. Yeah, okay, exactly. But what it is essentially is there's a line down the middle of the screen, and one person can well, you can either be on the top of the line or underneath of the line. And if you're underneath the line, then you're hanging upside down, so you're walking on like a ceiling. And there's little doors that go between the levels, and it's just fun. I'm pretty sure that's just going to end up with a lot of people going, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me, and then some, laughing for three hours. Some people hours. will be that uncharitable. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to a point where we just, we had, sometimes you have to work together, right? So you have to stand in each other's heads sometimes to jump over things. And I was just like, no, I'm going to keep killing myself, and then you keep dying, and that was it. <laughs> or vice versa. Or you push someone else into the, Truly the, the enemies, test of and they die. Yeah. But no, it's lots of fun. I totally suggest it if you enjoy playing local co-op with someone that you like and can get along with and communicate with if you can't then don't do it it will end in blood absolute blood all of the blood super cute though Wayne the cutest of blood what have you been playing um I have not been playing a whole lot you've been um, mixing there, yeah I've been mixing there are like only really a couple Batman. of Batman yes I was playing Batman I saw it so I didn't know what happened Origins Blackgate on the Vita he played so, for like a good 
four hours in the what is it? Yeah, actually, you played the whole way up to I, Montreal, didn't you? I've, I've I've been playing it in like you know yeah pretty significant. You played like solid five hours to Montreal. I'm, I'm still not done with it yet. Um, I suspect actually that I'm getting towards the end. Okay, um, well you have been playing a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, you know, Phil actually talked about it quite a bit. When yes, he, he did. Because he was the one that actually reviewed the game and assigned it the score, so you guys can go and read his review. I'm just playing it because I... You're playing it for fun. Yeah, I was playing it for fun. Well, that and you had the five-hour journey up to Montreal. Yeah, exactly. It's like when when you're in a car on the way to Montreal and there's not much else to do, and it's like, well, hey, I can play a Batman game. And I was jealous because I was playing the video as well, but I was playing Plants vs. Zombies. Okay. And that's not nearly And I was in the front listening to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when are like little kids in the back seats, both with Vitas, just busy yeah, tapping and doing? Not asking, are we there yet? No. <laughs> so we never too wrapped up in the game, Stephen Carey. Yeah, I almost I did, but Brendan was right next to me, so okay. I was afraid he was going to punch me. Yeah. Many like I was, times. I was just too absorbed, too self-absorbed with Batman to really care about whether we were there yet or not. I would never have done that, Alex. Yes, you would have. He wouldn't punch you. That's really? a lawsuit. Yeah, You're an employee. actually, that's true. That is a lawsuit waiting to happen. So, oh, uh, as speaking as I guess what is human resources at this company? That is a lawsuit. Brendan would not hit you. No, ever. <laughs> he wouldn't hit you. Ever. <laughs> Just had to think about it for a second. Probably. If you turn into a zombie, then yeah, he'd hit oh, you. Oh yeah, you'd be going oh. down quick. Oh yeah. So if you were a zombie and then asked. Oh, it would. We wouldn't even have to ask if he was a zombie. If he's just a zombie, that's it. You're going down. I'm yeah. sorry. There's no thinking How about would you it. know if I was a zombie, You though. try and eat our brains. Yeah. I wouldn't even give you the chance. I probably wouldn't try to eat your brain. I'd probably just, like, slump forward onto the dashboard and just lie there for about an hour. Even then. What, are you, like, the yeah. laziest zombie in all of history? Yeah, well, it's not, <laughs> not really a far pit to fall in. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, you didn't zombie out, so it's okay. Wayne, that's all you played, right? Uh, that Batman? and, I mean, if you want, I can try and fill Phil's shoes and, like, yeah. you know, do a <gasps> retro movie review. Yes! Oh, my God, yes. Can we do that? Please tell yeah. me it's, like, okay. something we've never heard of ever. No, no, it ever. no it, it'll, it'll be something that you've heard of. Uh. It'll be something that everybody's heard of. Oh. But, what? like, you know, this this is my big thing is that, you know, it's, like, because it was finally available again, and I refused to pay, like, $100 or whatever it was, because um, that's what it what the hell was $100? The Blu-ray for the Akira movie. Oh, $100! Like, because it came out a few years Whoa. ago, and I looked at it and was like, wow, the Blu-ray for Akira, this is going to be totally amazing. I'm not going to buy it just yet. I'm of going course. to wait until the price goes down, because surely they're going to print out more And instead? And then they didn't. Skyrocketed. They just didn't, and so the price just skyrocketed, and then up until yesterday, it was weighing in at like, you know, between $90 and $100, depending on where you wanted to go to buy it. Wow. Jeez. But... Somebody, Funimation, finally released, re-released it on Blu-ray again, and I went and I snapped that copy up since that one was like, well, that's twenty bucks. Better get it quick. So, yeah, just in twenty case. bucks versus like between ninety and hundred. So I bought it. I slammed it into the PS3. I watched it again, and it was just like, it is just amazing how ahead of its time that movie is. It's just like, has everybody here seen Akira? Well, what Have year was it? it out? It was Originally. like 1983 it was when it first came out. Yeah. I saw it despite reality contriving against me seeing it. Okay. Uh, every time I went to try to get it in my small hometown in the woods, mm-hmm. it was always stolen from the library. How long ago was this? Uh, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah, all right. It would have been pretty Stolen from the library. Yeah. yeah. So I, how I saw it like 15 years ago on VHS or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and it looks amazing in Blu-ray. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like the the thing that really really impresses me now when you watch it is that it's just um, 
it's so obvious that this is all pre-digital. You know, it's like it's, it's done by hand. You can see the line work. You can see the way that the animation cells actually move from frame to frame. And then, you know, it's like when they get into some of the really elaborate animation sequences, you kind of just have to sit there and go, there was some poor bastard that just actually drew each successive image rather yep. than just saying, we'll just do the keyframes and then we'll just let the computer interpolate the rest in between because this is just ridiculous. But you know what? It's like, no, the Japanese actually drew it by hand because they're just that crazy. Sometimes it's fun. And it looked awesome. It did look amazing. It, it, you know what? I, I took animation, classical animation, for years, and uh, it's kind of relaxing doing in-betweening. Okay. Mm -hmm. Depending if if you're into animation, they'll probably enjoy doing. My favorite scene was always where he re he assembles the new arm out of metal. Yeah, that is really cool. I really like that scene. I mean, like the the whole psychic fight between mm -hmm. Kaneda and Tetsuo at the Olympic Stadium was just. I, were they both psychic? No, no he no, was using a laser. Kaneda was just Kaneda fighting with a laser. laser. Yeah. Like all men do. Yeah. yeah. Like a real man. laser that he stole from the army. He yeah. salvaged it from, like, you know, some failed army okay, attempt to now, stop Tetsuo earlier in the film. Do they, in the movie, do they explain why the army wanted to make these soldiers? In the comic they do, but I don't remember if they did in the movie. No, they hint at it. Yeah. But they never explicitly say why they were trying to create these psychic yeah. super soldier type things, which went horribly, horribly well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That movie always makes me think, I want a motorcycle. Yeah, we made everyone. That, that is the that, <laughs> no, that is the thing. I mean, it's like you look at it. And I mean, even when you just look at the you know the the jewel case for this movie, and you see that motorcycle on the cover, and it's like this is still one of the coolest motorcycles exactly. ever made in the history of motorcycles. Why is it that in the decades since, even though we have the technology, we still don't have a motorcycle half as cool as that? That's not like, a motorcycle. That's an atmospheric rocket yeah. with wheels. It on is it. amazing, and we still don't have that. Okay, I'm, I'm sure that somewhere out there there are, like, some rich nerds who actually had a built custom it. version built for them. Because yeah. I would totally do that, even though I don't ride a motorcycle. If I had millions and millions of dollars, I would have the Akira motorcycle built for myself. Mm -hmm. Just what to be able to sit in that thing. Um, probably die within the first 15 minutes. Cause I would so also, you'd actually take it for a ride, and then I you just take it for smash. A, no, I would take it for a ride with a crowbar and then try and get into a motorcycle gang fight. Right, okay. And then, of course, somebody would have to stop me. Just this big, huge guy with clown makeup yeah, exactly. beside you and just... Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, they'd, they'd be saying, it's like, you know, yeah, hey, there's that, you know, crazy rich Asian guy, like, you know, tooling around the neighborhood, hitting people with his crowbar and shouting out, Tetsuo! <laughs> You're just going to take out innocent civilians with your crowbar? Yeah. Blam! Exactly. So <laughs> right. I, would, I would have to be stopped. Wayne would be policing the streets, apparently, yeah. with the crowbar. Yeah. And Fighting for gang justice. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So but, you, uh, does it sound good? It sounds amazing. It sounds amazing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you've got a subwoofer <laughs> and you turn that thing down, up, it will shake the house. Yeah? It's just, nice. it's, yeah, it's crazy. And the artwork just looks amazing. And the themes are still just as prescient today as they were back in 1983 when it came out. Like, you know, Neo-Tokyo still kind of just, it's got that whole, this is like an incredibly horrifying city to live in, and you know, mm -hmm. at the same time it looks really cool and I kind of want to be there, mm -hmm. but not really, so. So you're so, yeah. saying if you were looking for the Akira DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, it's I'd like say, now is the time to get it because it is no longer it. like a hundred freaking dollars. You can actually get it for a reasonable price now. But you never know when they might stop printing again. Yeah, so they grab might. it I mean, now. Like, yeah, this, this version has got extras. It's also got the DVD version on there. I'm not sure why they bought it. So what, what kind of extras? That's the new thing is it's Blu-ray, DVD, yeah, digital. Exactly, yeah. It's one package. Um, but what are the extras? No, they, they've got some commercials and some documentaries and stuff like that. So, for, cool, like, you know, so for the fans who are actually interested in the production history of the thing, it it's like, yeah, it, it is interesting. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's definitely, you know, it's just, uh, it's a classic in anime. 
It's, well, it's, it is. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's required viewing. Basically, if you're into anime, I, you have to watch this The thing movie. is, I can't think of another anime that people would say, this is the anime that you should watch. Like My, my Neighbor Totoro. Yeah, yeah, but even that, that a lot of people. Oh my get, god, what is wrong with you? <laughs> many, many things. A lot of people get away with not seeing that, but everyone's seen Akira. Yeah. So you can't. No. You just can't be an anime without seeing well, Akira. Because, I mean, because the thing about Akira was that it was so far ahead of its time. I was actually just telling Brendan this earlier. It's like, um, Siskel and Ebert, they reviewed that movie way back in 1983 when it first came really? out. Really? And they were totally blown away by it. I mean, like, you know, they were saying, like, the guys in Japan are brave enough to do things with animation that nobody in North America would ever consider because, you know, in North America, the perception was it's got to be the Disney princess thing, get married, no live tentacles. happily ever after. Yep. Yeah, whereas in Japan with Akira, they were, like, you know, covering, like, you know, government conspiracies and, you know, it's like the, you know, the ethics of, like, you know, tampering with the human mind and transcending human consciousness and approaching godhood and all of this other crazy stuff which you normally associate with, like, Stanley Kubrick in 2001 A Space Odyssey and these guys are doing it in a freaking cartoon yep so you know it's like that was just you know a, a real wake up call to the people in North America that animation was capable of being more than just and they lived happily ever after even a lot of people who aren't into anime have watched it yeah exactly I mean it, it, it is just so groundbreaking it is such a pioneer in the yeah. history of animation beyond just it being Japanese animation to be fair just, about Akira quite a few of them live happily ever after or at least as far as you as far as, far as you see. In Akira? And enough of them. At least three of them. Three of them. So yeah. you're ignoring the tens of thousands of people that died in the Tetsuo psychic no, assault. He has no Same as, connection He to laid that. waste to Neo Tokyo. There were like... The it was devastation. bridge where people were like sliding they never off got and a, dying everywhere. Just, they never got a speaking line. Remember they the don't cult? matter. Yeah, so, so you're like, I was like, okay, so... No emotional attachment. Some of them were speaking though. Like, you know, they were going like, ah! Die, or the guys that got crushed in the yeah. tank. That well, was what about the, the, the... Did the general die? Yeah, he did. No, and he didn't. The, no, he oh, was okay, which, oh, no, okay, the politician died. Yeah, the politician yeah. died. When the scientist died. The scientist died. He got crushed. Yeah, uh, yeah. The girlfriend died. Oh, the girlfriend died so horribly. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, did, she died in the worst possible so way. So not a happy ending for her. No. And, and she was the girlfriend. She was the love interest, and she just got crushed. Squished yeah. into primeval yeah. protoplasm. It was just... Uh, it was messy. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're right. The the general survives. Um, I don't know. He was kind of a dick. Well, yeah, he was. I mean, he was a nice dick, but he was kind of a dick. He, he was trying to keep order as best he saw how. But you know, it's like his the, way was awful. But you know, the government was against him. And yeah, it's like all that other stuff. And, and everything course, went bad. And Tetsu, of course, was against him. Oh, of course, he was. Yeah. It's like, oh man, that that scene, that scene when oh, Tetsuo yeah. just like jumps up into orbit and takes out the satellite. Yeah, the, for no the, reason. The first time that I saw that, I was like, I cannot believe that I am actually seeing this. It's amazing. That, it was, that was just mind bending. That it was just like, okay, he just had his arm seared off by an orbital laser. So what's he going to do? He's just going to go into orbit and take that killer satellite down. Yeah, as you do. And that is the majesty of Akira. That stuff like that actually happens. And it's then when amazing. he drops down, he just casually rebuilds his arm. Exactly. Paved way for oh. things like Asura's Wrath. Yeah. Well, that's uh, where Asura's Wrath... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Paved yeah, ways for things like that, yeah. Yeah. A lot of things draw inspiration from Akira. Yeah, I mean, uh, Akira really is a touchstone in animation. It's it just, is. That's, I, I cannot say enough amazing things about that film. So, so if you haven't watched Akira, and we ended up spoiling yeah. some of if it you for you, if you have not watched sorry, Akira, what the it. hell is the matter it's, with you? They suck. Been out for they quite a suck. long time. So, yeah. so twenty think, years. I think the gloves are off for spoilers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Statute yeah. of limitations has passed way, way yeah. on that. So. Yeah. So if you're really young so, and you didn't even know it was a thing, yeah. go watch it. So yeah. that, it that's, that's my substitute Phil retro that's, review. That's oh, cool. Okay, okay. To make it more Phil, I gotta say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there. That yeah, was yeah, a cool yeah. moment. 
because Phil says yeah, yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah, okay. Haven't you guys noticed yeah, that? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's, so his, that's his filler. That's, that's yeah. his Phil thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a filler. good one. Yeah, I like his that. filler, his signature, his Phil filler. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got our Phil substitute review now. Okay. I've done that. Okay. It's happened. Oh, okay. thank you. The so. moment has passed. Uh, well, I, I, I've been playing the uh, XCOM The Bureau. Cool. Why? Do you like it? No. Okay. No. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Is that what you played for, like, forever during extra no, no, class? No, no, that was no, XCOM. That, that was XCOM, okay, Enemy okay. Unknown. Right, yeah, the Bureau, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, right. The Bureau is be like, not why? a good game. Really? So it's a it, bad game. What is the difference between this one and... Uh, One's a third-person shooter from the people that made Bioshock, part of Bioshock 2. Uh, the other is a top-down thing for the people from Firaxis. Yeah, that's, that's what you played. So what is uh, Enemy Unknown? Uh, you mean okay, the Bureau. So the Bureau. No, but there's Enemy Unknown that's the and the Bureau. One. Okay. Yeah. And there's Enemy Within, which is the DLC that just came out. Uh, The Bureau is not good. How's the story? Really dumb. Okay. That's a little depressing. Uh, Explain. Okay. um, I don't really have any connection to any of the characters because they just seem to come in like, I'm a a general. Okay. I'm this guy. Well, that's cool. You have these, like, you can walk around your base and talk to people. Doesn't really mean anything. No. Your team, just kind of disposable. I mean, when they first announced it, they were talking about how... Each member of your team is important. You really kind of get to know them because you can talk to them. I didn't care. You could talk to people. Didn't in care the whatsoever. Town like Zelda, you could give a shit. I, I got more them. attached to my crew members yeah. in XCOM. Like you name them anything you want. I yeah. didn't talk to them. Yeah. I never got a chance to speak to them. But boy, when they died, yeah. it's just like yeah. No. Were they just doing this to have another XCOM? No, I think they here? started with this one actually. And to be honest, if they just call it no, even if it was just the bureau, it would still be dumb. Okay. It just doesn't fit in the universe very well. It feels nope. rushed in some ways, even though it isn't it fe- it it's just not good i mean it's not the worst game ever it's like to me the hero of xcom is always going to be Anne frank yes. the israeli sniper yes. i believe i survived yeah. the entire game of xcom that mike played too oh, okay yeah. so I but i mean it's not a horrible game it's just not a good game uh how's it in compared to what Does was that really awful game that you guys played last year inversion oh it's oh. better than shooter, that wasn't it's, it it's better than that Inversion's pretty horrible. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's. I would say this: it's a game that if you play it, you don't regret playing, well, but you, you probably won't time. go back to it. You play it once, kind of thing. Yeah. Does it embarrass the franchise? Yes. Okay. Does it feel like uh, kind of a cash in on a concept that doesn't really need to be cashed in on? Yeah. yeah. Is so, it as bad as Raccoon City? No. Okay. It's not. Because that's my all-time low for shooters. Is it as good as, like, Uncharted 3 or anything else? No, it's it's not. It it, it is what it is. The graphics are okay. It has some cool moments. The overall hype for the game, like, the trailers are actually cooler than the game, where it's, like, this, like... Oh, okay. Perfect fifties world. So when you when you say trailer hype, are we talking like Dead Island levels oh. of trailer? Well, hype? no, it's Where the, that trailer like, was amazing. No, it's more. Of, you watch the trailers game for shitty, shitty game. game. You watch the trailer for um, the bureau. It's this fifty eyes ideal world, and then you have aliens kind of coming in and like disrupting right. it. Yeah, that's cooler than the actual game because you don't really. I did not get the feel of that. But only about four hours in. As four hours in, you should get that feel, though. I, I don't. That's a hefty yeah. amount of time. The feel should be there by then. It feels very 
like you go to you go it's to like little, saying you've only read half a book and you still don't know what it's about. Well, you go to the like there's some idea like you can have towns that feel like they're from the 50s and stuff, but it does, it feels a little sterile in some ways. Although Melanie, to be fair, that can actually happen. Yeah, it I can. Know, that's yeah, why like that's my experience my of like wisely. every Herman Hesse yeah. novel that I've ever read is pretty much what you just. It's described. overall, it's not a horrible game. It just really isn't a good game. Eh. Are you gonna finish it? No. Just cooking. No, I'm not. No, he's got a PS4. He's going to be playing with that. Yeah. Everybody's going to be yeah. playing with their PS4s. Even Wayne. Yeah. Not me. Not me. Should we wrap up there? Well, I'll, what about Alex? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't really played anything new. The only thing <laughs> I've been playing Montreal International Game Summit interviews. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's called journalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really fun game. Kind of hard learning curve. But uh, no, you I level up really slow in this you game. You do. Yeah, you do. It's like but, the XP accrual rate is just, like, monstrous. It's kind of borked. They need to, like, yeah. I hear the journalists are getting nerfed in the next patch. So oh, no. Just, well, you know, you can't have the journalists just getting, they just get that yeah, boost it, near the end. It's just, just, just not fair. Yeah, some people claim it's like, oh, yeah, they're overpowered. Yeah. They got, like, the special access, that completely sucks. Journalists ought to be nerfed. I know, so. I know. Well, all those developers just don't think it's fair. Yeah, that's true. Although they did nerf us a little bit. They didn't get the lunches this year. No. Yes, that's true. They yeah. did nerf the journalist lunches. Yeah. They yeah. had decent coffee. We did go to a panel that told you how to suck up to journalists. It, it was hilarious. Indie developer. Oh, it was no. amazing. How do you suck up to a journalist? Apparently, you only message them Wednesday to Thursday. You only message them in the morning, Wednesdays or Thursdays. You always offer them, like, beta codes and... You, you always your, act friendly, like you know who they are. And, even yeah, if you don't. Standard PR stuff, but it just okay. sounded hilarious. Because she made it sound like you really have to suck up to journalists. And the guy was like... You can't ever be mean to anyone because they might be running IGM one day. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, that's true. That happened. I know, but, but it's just funny. But it didn't happen. It's just it's funny because uh, IGN. You don't know where who like where people will get, but just the way he said it. Can't ever shaft anybody. No. It's true. So Wayne, go run IGN. Okay. Uh, you'd actually make a good runner of IGN. No, that would be a very very bad idea. I think I could do it. Oh, I okay, so Alex, I'm sorry. But you were no, playing journalist then. I was. I'm still playing Path of Exile. It. I. I'm actually playing through it as, a, in a second time, and despite it being exactly the same, I'm still having fun. So that's a good cho- That's a good thing. You're still exiled. Yeah, I'm still exiled. On your path. Yep, on my yeah. path. There's a secret character apparently. Oh, well, she's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so you're still loving it, eh? Yeah, I'm still really enjoying That's it. Good, then, it's though. a free. That was such a Canadian moment. You actually said a. I'm Canadian. I say a a lot. It's almost as if we're it from is Canada. A question mark for Canadians, Wayne. Mm. Okay, but uh, hey? one one I'm planning to play. I'm eating craft dinner too. I'm actually taking a look at uh, pro- this thing called Project Zomboid right now. That I don't so know familiar, what that is. Though. It I is, don't know what that is a zombie survival game made by these indie developers in, uh, I believe, the UK. Uh, it's been in development for at least two or three years at this point. Wow. Probably that's more. That's a long time. That's, yeah, that is and a pretty big window. It's a pretty amb- ambitious game based on their their proposals. And I've been playing I've been playing the alpha before, and it's been taking a long time to go on. It's had kind of a rocky uh, history. A uh, few issues. There's been a few. Uh, there's been a few issues with. Uh, Developer rage on Twitter, that kind of thing. Oh so, man, that's never pretty when that happens. No, they should not put that stuff on. Twitter. I love zombies uh, as much as the next person. However, we are flooded with zombie games. What makes this stand apart? Uh, hmm. 
Is anyone else tired of zombie games? Or zombies There's in general? Lot, no, no, there are a lot of zombie games out there. And at the time, like I was playing it, which was a few years ago with the alpha, it was a really, it was a really cool idea. It was this: you play as this guy. You have to like scavenge for food. You have to scavenge for food. There's Is it true survival. You, yeah, you you were supposed to have, and they weren't implemented yet. But there's supposed to be other survivors there that are fighting their way through zombies, who you can help, who you can live with. You can stockpile food. You can barricade your home. You can do that, and it's just about surviving as long as you can. And over time, stuff will happen. Like the power will eventually go out when the power plant mm-hmm. fails. Uh, you'll be able to go throughout the entire city. Uh, you'll have to avoid the military who are gunning everyone down. Why are they gunning? It? They think they'd be looking for people, survivors. Uh, you know, start a new world. You know, it's kind it's of standard thing. zombie movie uh, shtick where the military are just like kill them all. I've never seen that in a zombie. Well, most of them, it's usually the military are the trying of, to actually save humans. The end of Night of the Living Dead, the, the okay. original like black and white one. All right, yeah, yeah. I mean, like more recently, because you know. When you think about it, you actually need humans to keep up the world going. Well, there's always the tw- there's the 28 Days Later route, from what I've heard of it. That's pretty nasty, where they're just creating breeding farms of people. Yeah. 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 But then again, the you still need the people. Man. Ooh, what a twist. Didn't yep. see that one coming. <laughs> was but it no. Reed wrote Hell as Other People? Or was that you or Reed that wrote that last year, Wayne? It could have been Reed. Hell as Other People. Hell is multiplayer. Yeah. But no, um, I'm they're, they're doing an early access thing now on Steam, so oh, presumably so it is coming out fairly soon. So other people can jump on top of this if they want to start surviving? I want to see how much of what they actually proposed at the beginning is actually going to be implemented in the, fi- in the product. Hopefully most of it. I would actually hope so. I've not really followed it in about a year. Because you can't really survive. Like It's nice to have other survivors in there. You can't you don't really want to survive on your own. That doesn't add much of an element to survive. Well, it's kind of cool to explore houses and like scavenge through for food. But wouldn't it be fun objects. if you explored that house and ran into someone else and yes, fought them off? Be- it would actually be a lot more fun. Exactly. But it was actually fun at the time, like, actually picking which house is best to barricade. And Did you eat cat food? No, there was no cat food, sadly. No. Um, I ate everything I could possibly find. Oftentimes it was moldy. How about cats? Uh, never found a cat uh, to eat. You know, you should be just writing this down. Yeah, yeah I can go on Kickstarter. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to yeah. make a zombie game. Mel- Melanie, zombie apocalypse. You eat cats and cat food, mm-hmm. and weird. Yeah. If you were, to, you'd eat whatever the hell you could find. Yeah, I totally would. Exactly. You'd, you'd be eating drywall by the end of it if oh, you want yeah. that. So you'd be eating grass, brains. Yeah, I just Wait. grab like a salt shaker and I'd be like, set electrolytes forever. Yeah, <laughs> I got all the electrolytes I need now, man. Wayne would just set. keep going to the end yeah. of time on his salt. Like, electrolytes. You have that one, yeah. that one salt shaker that you would just hold so dear. Oh, because it's bottomless. And you just, would, yeah. yeah, you would drop it and be like, no, I can't leave the salt. The rest of the people who yeah. cares, but just the like, salt. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm that one guy where if I survive, like you know, a sinking ship and I find myself on a raft in yeah. the ocean, I just look at all those electrolytes and like, I'm saved. <laughs> It'll be fine. Look it at doesn't work that way. It doesn't work the way saying Wayne. You might get dehydrated, but electrolytes. Yeah, the electrolytes will keep me going. Shall we wrap up there? Okay. Yeah, I think. At this point, we're just devolving into madness. That's way more we interesting. We didn't start than off that playing. far from it. No, we really didn't. I think that's far more interesting than the standard way you've been playing. I agree. General conversation about electrolytes and zombies. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What would happen right. if you put electrolytes in zombies? Anything? I think they dry out. Mm-hmm. Hey, the there you go. That's a new weapon. Salt versus the zombies. Prune zombies. It's like slugs and <laughs> zombies. Kind of like, yeah. 
Or you could just like, wait. Hey, when you bite on this zombie, it's like raisin flavored. It's like raisin zombies. Yeah. Okay, Wayne. And on okay. the note of raisin zombies, I think we're going to wrap it up. Eh? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I hope. I really hope. <laughs> How long was that anyway? About an hour. All right. Okay. Yeah. Shortest cast. That's fine. Somebody's yeah. got to play us out. Mel. Yes. Check us out at where? CGMagOnline.com. And there you can find, well, so coming soon, all our MIGS coverage, including Alex's romance games, hopefully editorial, dating sims, romance, tentacles, whatever. And Wayne's uh, Child of Light interview, which yeah. is really looks like a beautiful... Self-indulgent interview. Yeah. It's super so. self-indulgent. Yeah, it looks beautiful, though. That game is just like, a little fairy tale looking. Oh, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's yeah. Check it out. Poem. I didn't know what it was until Wayne showed it to me. I'm like, this is pretty. It's kind of amazing. There's no other word for it. I no, mean, you grow, it but it's, it's pretty. It's it amazing. It really is. Shiny? Shiny. Cool. Shiny. Yeah, let's go with shiny. I'm sold. Okay, yeah. shiny. If you, if you like shiny. Also, you can find, of course, every week Wayne's sound off on what's been grinding his gears. Yep. Also, lunch breaks, which Alex and James sit and they chat. And, well, they don't really eat, even though it's their lunch break. They kind of okay. just I talk. think they sometimes eat a sandwich. No, okay, sometimes they eat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't starve the interns here, by the way. No, they, we... they have the option to eat. They just rather play games because that's how hardcore it is here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speaking so, as a former intern, I was never locked in a, in a safe, ever. You but can't you... produce work if you're locked in a safe. Yeah, that's true. you got to be chained to the desk. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how... the cool part is. <laughs> CGMagOnline.com is where you can find all that goodness. You can also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Magazine, Google+, search Comic Game Magazine, and Twitter at CGM+. That is all our greatness, and hopefully you tuned in last night to see the live stream of uh, everybody talking about PlayStation. Greatness, until awa- greatness awaits. Greatness awaits. Is that what, yeah, that's what we called it, the, right? The, the wait is over, I guess. It's like, yeah. The wait has great, been, great, the greatness awaited. is gone. Well, now a lot of people are waiting for the pre-orders to arrive, so yeah. greatness, you, yeah. you're still waiting. Unless pre-orders you, await. Yeah. Unless you stood in line at midnight and got yours. Yeah. Or at 8 a.m., I think, is some time that they're doing it here for the most part. It's weird. And if you didn't get to watch it last night, but you still want to hear the uh, most of the interns chatter, check it out in the... Uh, archive stream of yeah. TV yeah. something like that. like that and of course you can always just check out Twitch TV to see if we have anything running we're starting to set up an awesome channel where you can just watch a whole bunch of stuff people well it's only people playing games that's all Twitch TV is so you know what you're getting when you get there yep and of course check us out on Blip TV where you can watch Lunch Breakers every Thursday, Thursday. yeah yeah that sounds right yeah Thursday Let's say that's right. Yes. So Blip TV, and hopefully we'll have some more uh, cool series coming soon as I can talk people into doing them. Yes. I'm looking at you, Alex. I know. Or Phil, which or is Phil. not here. I, My I, skull is withering. I, I cornered days. Phil yep. Yep. and was like, that's it, Phil. You're doing it. I demand it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't always get my wish around here. So you we'll say see. Often do. Often. Mm-hmm. It's for the good of the magazine. That's yep. why. It is. And, of course, check us out at Zinio.com. Uh, for all your digital goodness, save some trees and some money. And also, we're going to be dropping the price of back issues. If the issue is from last year, that's right, 2012, with still some amazing editorials in it, it will be cheaper. Won't it, Brendan? Yes. Yes. See, everybody cheering for the cheapness. Yay. All right. Have a great weekend, and thanks for tuning in. Bye. So long. Bye.